Welcome to the Pearl of Great Price podcast. Thanks for joining us today. It's the 9th of August and on this day in Christian history, going back to the year 1917, we travelled to Alaska, where today a solemn liturgy at the Holy Resurrection Orthodox Cathedral on Kodiak Island, Alaska, glorified St. Herman as the wonder worker of all America. With simultaneous rites, taking place at other Orthodox centres. Five days earlier, the US Congress had acknowledged his glorification with a speech in the Senate, and his biography was formally entered into the Congressional Record. Russia's connection with Alaska had formally begun with Vitus Jonansen Bering, a Danish cartographer and explorer and an officer in the Russian Navy. The Bering Strait, the Bering Sea, Bering Island, the Bering Glacier and the Bering Land Bridge were all named in his honour. The Tsar had commissioned him to captain an expedition to set to sail north from Russian outposts on the Kamchatka Peninsula and to try and establish whether Asia and America shared a land border. Successfully arriving at Kamchatka and determining that there was clear sea between Asia and America, Bering was rewarded and promoted to the noble rank of Captain Commander. Subsequently, a second, much larger, better prepared and much more ambitious expedition towards North America led to the observation of the St. Elias Mountain and Kodiak Island sheltering in the Bay of Alaska, 400 miles south of Anchorage. Landing was made at Kayak Island after sighting the southern coast of Alaska, but Bering died of the scurvy on the return. This would be the first stage of Russian colonisation of the Americas, and as Bering's expedition had harvested 1,500 sea otter pelts, which were then sold to the Chinese at Lake Baikal, it proved to be economically very promising. And the fur rush began and led to the exploration of Alaska and the Aleutian Islands and founded the founding of a fur trading company, which eventually received a monopoly from the imperial government and became the Russian-American company. In a response to a request from the company for missionaries to Alaska, Valam Monastery sent eight Orthodox monks, including Herman. The group crossed eastwards across Siberia and almost a year later settled on Kodiak Island. Having been fed rosy pictures by the Russian-American company, they were shocked to encounter a harsh reality of rampant alcoholism and the cruel treatment of the native Aleutians. The men were forced to hunt for sea otter even during harsh weather and the women and children were abused. The monks felt they had been deceived and they were also not given the supplies that they had been promised and had to till the frozen ground with wooden implements. 
Despite these difficulties, they made quick progress in baptizing and marrying the native Aleutians. However, in the outlying settlements, shamans were threatened by their religious authority and they opposed their message of the gospel. And the priest monk Juvenali was killed in 1796, becoming the first martyr of North America. The rest set about building a church and a monastery and Herman was assigned in a bakery and acted as the mission steward in charge of resources. Soon they had become the defenders of the native Kodiak population. Herman was especially noted for his zeal in protecting them from the excessive demands of the Russian-American company. And in this way, he has been compared to Bartolome de la Casas, the Roman Catholic friar who defended the rights of the native Southern Americans against the Spanish. See the podcast of November the 11th to hear more about him. Herman became the superior of the mission and the local population loved and respected him and he ran the mission school where he taught singing, catechism, alongside reading and writing. And he also taught agriculture on Spruce Island. However, he longed for the life of a hermit. And when the mission was on shore footing, he retired from active duty in the mission and moved to Spruce Island, which was separated from Kodiak by a mile wide strait, making it ideal for an eremitic life. Herman named his hermitage New Valam, after the monastery he had been sent originally on the mission from, and he slept on a bench covered with a deerskin. And when he was asked how he could bear to be alone in the forest, he replied, I am not alone. God is here, as God is everywhere. However, his popularity meant that he received many visitors especially native Alouts. There's a long tradition of holy men and women being sought after even when they remove themselves from the world. See the podcast on St Cuthbert on March the 30th. Soon his hermitage had next to it a chapel and a guest house and then a school for orphans. He also began to attract a few disciples including a Creole orphan, Jerasim, and a young Alawit woman named Sofia Vlasova, and others. Entire families moved in in order to be closer to him and asked him to intervene and help settle out their disputes. And in 1993, Patriarch Alexis II visited Kodiak to venerate the relics of St. Herman. He left as a gift and an ornate Lampada, or oil lamp, which burns constantly over the reliquary. Pilgrims from all over the world were anointed with holy oil from this Lampada. That's all from the Pearl of Great Price today. Thanks for joining us, and I hope you've enjoyed hearing about Herman, the Wonder Worker. Join us tomorrow if you can, as we look at a surprising encyclical about salvation from Pope Pius IX. For the year's archive of podcasts, visit www.pogp.net. 
And if you'd like to give any feedback, you can email us on pogppod at gmail.com. And if you have time, please subscribe and share the podcast with friends. Have a lovely day wherever you are. Thanks for listening.